Welcome to the Executive Master Customs and Supply Chain Compliance Podcast. In this podcast, we'll discuss the courses that are part of the Executive Master Customs and Supply Chain Compliance. Our program offers both in-depth learning on the topics, customs and tax law, IT and auditing, supply chain management, as well as the integral view that a modern compliance professional needs. And in today's podcast, I'll be talking to Rob Zuidwijk, one of the faculty members for this master, and we will look at the course Supply Chain Management and Logistics from a sustainability perspective. First of all, Rob, thank you so much for joining me in today's podcast. Yes, uh, thank you very much. Uh, uh, I'm happy to, to join uh, to join this uh, podcast and uh, happy to talk about our uh, plans and and. Uh, work on, on the program. Wonderful. Could you share more with us about your personal background? Yes, I'll, I'll be happy to do that. Um, I'm a professor uh, of global supply chains and ports uh, at Rotterdam School of Management. Uh, so that very much aligns uh, with, with, the, with the topic of this, of this uh, program and in particular of the course on, uh, on the supply, global supply chains and supply chains and, uh, and logistics in the context of, uh, of uh, compliance. And um, I work a lot with uh, with the stakeholders uh, in the port, international transportation, global supply chains, uh, which certainly has a component towards uh, compliance, towards the role of customs. Uh, this is also something that we discuss not only in the context of educational programs, but also mm-hmm. in terms of research. Uh, for okay. example, we are currently working on the role of uh, certification in um, in global supply chains, and this is about phytosanitary and veterinary uh, certification, where, uh, of course, one of the uh, authorities, uh, the food safety authority, has an important role to play with also customs. Um, And that will bring us actually also ready to the topic of sustainability, just as a very brief introduction, that what we see today, and that I think is also the reason why we find it very important to progressively uh, consider this also in the context of, of uh, supply chain compliance, that those values, uh, both societal, social, uh, and, and environmental, are being pushed forward also by legislation and directives, uh, which gives those authorities a role to play also in upholding sustainability values. Yeah, exactly, because I wanted to ask you next, like last week, I spoke to Albert Feinstra, uh, and we covered the importance of this course and why um, supply chain management and logistics and why it is uh, part of this MSc program. But could you even uh, maybe even elaborate a little bit more on the importance of sustainability within supply chain management? Yes, and I would even turn it around. So why is supply chain management as a means important to to, to reach our goal of actually having, uh, let's say, more sustainability in our world? Huh? Uh, supply mm-hmm. chains are very central to that, uh, to that issue uh, because a lot of the products and services that we consume as, as civilians, as, as, as consumers, but also as companies uh, originate from international activities uh, throughout the supply chains. Mm-hmm. Uh, which brings mm-hmm. to which brings to bear that it's difficult for us to actually verify whether or validate whether uh, the products and services that we consume uh, are, let's say, live up to the standards that we would like to pursue uh, with regard to sustainability. Uh, and this brings about the supply chain management because in order to know that, in order to be able to to monitor that, but also to be able to manage that, uh, we need supply chain management levels uh, to do so.
Uh, for example, uh, where is my product coming from? How do I know that it has been fabricated uh, in a sustainable fashion? I need to manage my supplier. And this is core uh, to, uh, to the supply chain management uh, uh, topic. Um, yeah. The way that we design our supply chains, the way that we manage our supply chains. Yeah, good to know. And so within the course, uh, what are some interesting cases maybe you will focus on during this course? Yeah, so so this course, and I think Albert has already explained this uh, this well, is that, that we talk about supply chain compliance, supply chain network mm -hmm. design, supply chain risk yeah. management. Um, the role of sustainability will be that uh, we'll look at a number of ways of how sustainability can be let's say, uh, uphold with those uh, levers. Um, mm -hmm. Here you can think about um, the role of certification, uh, the, the, the movement from mere compliance, uh, where you try to tick the boxes toward being proactively designing your supply chain for sustainability. Um, how do you select your supplier base? How do mm -hmm. you uh, take into account uh, uh, let's say the uncertainties, but also the the, the possibilities uh, to uh, to to uphold sustainability as a value while designing your supply chain. Um, hmm. there, there, there are some interesting things here. Eh? So, for example, in order to to reduce uncertainty, to be able to to deal with resilience, you might want to diversify mm -hmm. your supplier base. But at the same time, it also makes it more difficult to to closely monitor those suppliers. Um, especially if you think about commodities, this is actually one of the trade-offs that you need to make between making sure you have the right product in hands, uh, yeah. uh, aligning with all the values that you would like to uphold versus making sure that you get the product on time, uh, uh, which could drive, which could drive, let's say, more opportunistic sourcing. Yeah. yeah, so it should be in balance. It should be in balance, and, and let's admit yeah. today it's extremely difficult. I mean, if you talk to a sourcing uh, sourcing specialist, somebody who works mm -hmm. uh, in sourcing, it's firefighting now, right? To get the right product yeah. uh, uh, at your premises is very, very difficult. So it's yeah. not that attractive to say, well, let's make sure it also satisfies all our other conditions. And, and of course, uh, companies want to do that as well. I also wanted to ask you, like, how can you reflect um, that your supply chain is organized in a responsible, in a balanced and ethical manner? Yep. Is it a, a matter of transparency? Is it a, what is uh, well, it? Well, so, so, uh, certainly transparency is important there. It's a, it's one of the things that you should try to achieve. It's a means to an end. Uh, yeah. So it starts with transparency. Uh, if you don't know what's going on, how can you ever manage it? Um, okay. And this is a very important question, and I think also here supply chain management as a as a topic comes in uh, big time, because in order to to achieve uh, transparency, you need to need take certain effort, and this usually yeah. is done through the use of information systems. Uh, we have a lot of talk about, the, for example, blockchain as a technology that can help to create transparency in supply chains. But mm -hmm. what people tend to forget is that the structure of the supply chain is actually very uh, important here. So you could argue that if you have, on the one hand, the tools that, that create help create uh, visibility uh, and the extent to which you achieve that visibility, that supply chain transparency, uh, is moderated by the structure of the supply chain. And to make it more concrete, 
uh, I call it the, the three Bs of, of uh, complexity in supply chains that is mm -hmm. uh, blurring. There are processes which are fake. There can be some intermediates that, that, that trade goods yeah. and it's not really clear where those goods come from. It's mm -hmm. blending. We do have blending happening a lot in our supply chain. We have a mix of product that is being sourced sometimes put together in production processes. So we don't really can trace back where those products are coming from. And we have, uh, you could say bifurcation, uh, where we see that we have a huge complex uh, network in which we see a lot of streams uh, going and we actually lose track of all the suppliers that are there that actually help us build uh, the product. Uh, typically, uh, companies may have thousands of suppliers uh, directly or indirectly and those yeah. three b's for me help think about supply chain complexity and could also help the students to think about the participants to think about supply chain complexity and how we can assure uh, that um, that we find the right levers in supply chain management to to yeah. achieve some level of transparency that sounds like a very complex situation. So how can you, how do you teach the, the, the participants to resolve those kind of issues? Uh, that's of course a very important uh, question. And that's also of course what you would like to achieve. Uh, we will not provide them with a silver bullet. Uh, I have to <laughs> say that, uh, but we Thank can you. provide them with, uh, let's say a toolbox. Uh, first of all, by recognizing the problem and these three B's I just mentioned is part of recognizing the problem. Uh, yeah. And as soon as you recognize the problem, then maybe you can start giving, asking the right questions. Huh? Uh, you may start giving answers. Uh, so here you can indeed think about, well, if we do understand that supply chain complexity with all its faces uh, is, 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 is keeping us away from a transparent supply chain, then you can mm -hmm. start asking, okay, what is already happening in practice? And to give an example there, we do see a lot of direct trade. Look at all those uh, artisanal yep. coffee, coffee uh, brand, uh, coffee, uh, uh, yeah, coffee shops, I was going to say, but that's the wrong yeah. word. <laughs> coffee places. <laughs> that's not a type of ethical issue that you might have here. No, I'm talking about the, uh, so the, 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 the coffee producers uh, that, 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 choose to directly trade with farmers in in mm -hmm. underprivileged areas of the world and yeah. and they will try to to give those farmers the smallholder farmers a good livelihood and by having a small scale operation with personal contact they hope to also convince the consumer that they actually are doing good for the world and that their coffee yeah. tastes better in all sorts of ways um, that's one way of dealing with complexity just reduce the size of your operation but obviously yeah. and there you can think about companies like yeah, certain chocolate <laughs> brands here are, are you know they are facing the same issue they are facing the fact that they would like to scale up and yeah. how to how to do that how to scale up while preserving the a certain level of control and a certain level of uh, scrutiny on your mm -hmm. supply chain and that's we don't need to provide the silver bullet there but just having the no. very precise question on the table can already be very helpful uh, here and there are diverse diverse supply chain designs which are being used in practice to overcome this problem and we can reflect on those and compare those uh, and so on so i think that's the way that we would like to engage with the participants on this yeah. uh, what's from this something emerges from this and that is that uh, and that's also what i like so much about this program is that 
although we are teaching as, as professors, we're also learning. And we do see that mm. we need, in a way, a new kind of supply chain management discipline. Okay. We need a supply chain management discipline, which is better, uh, let's say, situated to, to challenge uh, the kind of problems that, you were, that we were just addressing, the kind of problems we were just discussing, by having yeah. a better understanding how those supply chains are embedded in the real world. And uh, one of my colleagues, Mirika Stevens, uh, wrote uh, had a YouTube TEDx about that recently, about embedded supply chains. And, and that's a clear, very clear picture on how we could do that in the sense that we take account of the fact that supply chains are connected with the real world and not just nice schema of, uh, of product flows uh, using, uh, using logistics means, but also yeah. that we are in connection with people uh, that need to work under certain conditions uh, connected to governments uh, that yeah. need to uphold certain values through the legislation. Uh, connected to ecological systems uh, which might be disrupted or that might disrupt yeah. because of their changing state might disrupt the operation especially of course in agriculture but also in other, ca in other cases uh, mm -hmm. and this let's say sensitivity for how supply chains are embedded in the real world mm -hmm. um, becomes progressively important and, and, and to give a very clear example uh, the, the role of uh, satellite imaging becomes progressively important in understanding how supply chains are situated. And that really mm. helps us to understand how they are connected to defore deforestation, lack of schools, uh, and those kind of factors. So literally, um, we, are, we are really trying to land in the real world with our supply chain discipline and learn what the true impact is of those supply chain activities. So you're actually also using real life cases in the course. Yeah, so so these could these would the, the kind of cases that we will be using and that we are inspired about our current developments because we do see yeah. that progressively um, we see that government and of course this is an important aspect of our of our coursework that the government and also of course being enforced by authorities like customs but also like the food and safety authority uh, and perhaps also justice um, we uh, we are looking at programs that that are pushing forward uh, legislation and directives which are groundbreaking and, and okay. will change the landscape. Think about Green Deal Europe, uh, mm -hmm. which also involves the carbon border adjustment measures, which really brings about in order to, to import product, you need to account for the upstream footprint of products. Yeah. This is all about supply chain management. We're talking mm -hmm. about legislation around supply chain due diligence, can you show us when you import product uh, that your product is not related to modern slavery, for instance, and, and respects human rights? Um, that's a major challenge and this is really on point with what we want to discuss with the students. Exactly. Super interesting. Um, for the candidates that are listening and that are mm -hmm. um, considering doing this master, is there a piece of advice you would like to give them um, in terms of preparation for this course, yeah, some pre-work pre that yeah, they can do. So, so I think, uh, of course, at, at some level, pre-work will be, will be, of course, indicated. Uh, but uh, what I would say as a more generic pre-work, and you can start with that tomorrow, is 
okay, whatever your role is, whether you are a supply chain manager or related to the supply chain management of your of your company, or whether mm-hmm. you are a part of a public authority and, and, and play a role in that, either in ICT or in, in actually the enforcement itself. Maybe you yeah. have a contacts with industry, maybe yeah, you're an account holder in that sense. Whatever exactly. your role exactly is, you could think about what is my role to play in making supply chains more sustainable and what kind of levers would I need, and especially from a supply chain management point of view, in doing that? And if you bring that question to the classroom with maybe a partial answer, but with new questions mm-hmm. around that, I think yeah. that would be great preparation because then we can have the discussion we should have in this course. Exactly. So that would already be a, gl- a great start. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to wonderful. that. <laughs> But yeah, thank you so much for giving us so much more in-depth information about about this course, about the structure, and for sharing your advice. You're welcome. It's uh, my pleasure to do so. So if you would like to know more about the Master Customs and Supply Chain Compliance, you can find more info on the website. Head over to the RSIM website by clicking on the link in the description box. If you have any questions about enrollment, admissions, and so on, do not hesitate to reach out to our recruitment and admissions manager. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time.